what up, what up, what up? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dating University. I am your co-host, Charles. Uh, as you can see, Brittany isn't here, but she has a prior engagement, uh, and she will be joining us shortly. So I just wanted to get that out the way. All right. Okay, let's see what's going on. Getting everything set up. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all our podcast listeners. Thank you so much for all your support. Thank you for so many plays uh, on the guy code, girl code uh, this week. Uh, for, I'm sorry, the episode from last week, last Thursday. Um, you guys are doing like huge, huge numbers with that. And I am excited about that. Um, something else that I am very, very excited about. Um, so I may be a little jumpy tonight. I may be a little rambly, uh, tonight. Uh, my sister, my dear, beautiful first time mom sister is having her baby today. (laughs) So yes, I'm very, very excited about that. So cannot wait to meet my, my new little nephew. Wait till he gets here and uh, I can spoil him like totally rotten. Um, Let's see. Tonight, tonight, tonight. We got a really, really good, good show tonight. So I'm just getting ready by a couple seconds to get in here. Hey, what's going on, Didi? Thank you for tuning in. Yes, indeed. Right. Try not to have too much dead air for you guys, especially for my podcast listeners. I'm not into the ASMR, so you know <laughs> I don't have any uh I don't know, I may have a little few sound effects for you or something, but nothing too heavy. <clears throat> okay. So tonight, 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 tonight. We are talking about getting back on track. What do we mean by getting back on track? You have a relationship. It's been a little rocky, a little tumultuous. Uh, You've had some fights. You've had some arguments, some disagreements, and gone to the brink of breakup. But there's still something there that's holding you both back or holding you both uh, in place to keep you from completely breaking up. And you, you know, you desire to want to fix what you have and become healthier, you know, in your relationship. So how do we go about that? Let's talk about, let me, let me, let me, let me start it off with the story. Um, this past weekend, I uh, had the pleasure of meeting a beautiful couple. Um, they were very loving, very entertaining, very funny, very kind, very sweet. Um, and uh, my girlfriend, uh, she, you know, told them that I had, you know, the podcast and the show. And, uh, you know, they listened to it and they wanted me, little old me, to give a quick assessment of 
you know, some of their issues, something that they, you know, that they, some of the stuff that they've gone through. And I was a little hesitant because I want them always, like we always preface, man, uh, we are not relationship gurus at all. We are not. We, uh, we just have real honest conversations about everything uh, when it comes to it. So we're good. Um, and I listened to them. I listened to them both. I listened to, you know, their, the way they spoke, the words they used, um, the tone that they used when they were describing said stories, all that other good stuff. Um, and I found myself going into whole, like, Zen mode where I was, I feel like I was spitting out good advice to them. <laughs> and, you know, I was really hearing them both out and I was making sure that they heard each other out. So um, part of that, of getting back on track, how do you first start that? Well, the way I look at it is you have to first start with, knowing each other's limitations, knowing what you can do, what you won't do, that sort of thing. What are you not going to compromise on? What is something that you, you need from your partner that, uh, that, that, that you're not getting that you, you that you know that you need. That's the first thing you have to recognize that. Um, and, uh, absolutely honest conversations have to happen. Like, it just has to happen. You have to be able to put everything on the table. You have to be able to, you know, you can, and you can do it without um, being mean and being hurtful and being spiteful. You know, it's just being honest. And being honest is like a really huge part of getting back on track, getting back, you know, into the groove of a relationship because we got to get rid of this, all the old layers of pain and suffering and hurt and betrayal. And we have to get down to the base layer of the foundation of your relationship, which is friendship and honesty, communication, respect, those are the things that we have to build our relationship on. So, um, man, I mean, just whew, every time I think about it, I, I get full <laughs> about about think about the the conversation that I had with the with the couple, and you know, I just really appreciate them allowing me to come into their space, come into something that they hold dear, and uh, and and and. And be a part of that. Uh, be a part of their healing. Hey, Lita, welcome, baby. Uh, yes, your sister's having a baby, Lita, <laughs> and he's gonna be a Leo. I don't understand, but my man Noah's in his own time, and I know you love that. <laughs> so I got some notes, man. I got some notes. I've been writing notes all week, and I was really trying to remember everything that I was saying, like over the past weekend. Um, 
one of the first things is forgiving and forgetting. Everybody says it. Everybody says it. Forgive and forget. Very much easier said than done. We know this. We know this. It's hard to forget. It's hard to forgive. But if you feel that there is something there, if you both made the, the, the effort to go down the route of rekindling the relationship, uh, rebuilding the relationship, that forgiveness part has to happen. That's like the very first thing. The, first, the other part of the forgiving part is, like you said, forgetting. Do you ever really forget? You don't. But in that same breath, you cannot keep bringing up old stuff. If the new stuff is where we're supposed to be going and both parties are trying to make a concerted effort to uh, not do the same things that, you know, caused issues in the past, then uh, you can't bring up old stuff. Like it's just not gonna, it's not gonna hurt. It's not gonna help because you you're always going to uh, fall back on that old crutch, and that's not gonna be healthy for anybody. It's not gonna work um, because you know you feel like I still have more to say. I thought about another angle that I want to come at you at. And then, you know, people and people and we're all guilty of that. We've done it. We've done it. We've had it done to us. You know, you thought a situation was over. They come back at you and and you know, you're just like, oh, my gosh, like we're doing this again. Like, wow, we're doing this again. So it's um, we got to work on it. We definitely have to work on not bringing up old stuff because, you know, that's going to be a major hurdle in order for the healing to happen. You got to get over that hurdle. Um, and and the, all the notes that I wrote now, they are in no particular order. They're no really particular order. I would just like free flowing. Just had to get my notes out because um, it was just it was just coming at me really really hard. So the first thing, being honest, like I said, no particular order. I'm just saying, being honest, and we talked about saying what needs to be said. Here's how you hurt me. Here's how I feel about you hurting me. Here's what I don't want to happen again. Here's what uh, will make me happy, and 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 be absolutely clear about what you're saying to this person you have to be clear this is no room there's no space for uh ambiguity there's no space for um half truths there's no space for um well i really don't want to hurt their feelings i don't want to rock the boat any more than what it is because otherwise those thoughts are going to turn into resentment. And then, which brings us to the second point I made about forgiving and forgetting. Because now you've thought about something else. And you want to get it out. But you can't get it out because you already agreed to forgive and forget. So, 
we got to make sure we're doing that. Um, oh my gosh, the no keeping score thing is 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 so huge. I did this that hurts you, so you feel it's okay for you to do the same thing for me to me. And I'm like, nah, man, like, what are we doing? Like, you're causing more pain than what you're, you're causing more pain than anything. You know, you, you don't need to, quickly. Um, thank you. <laughs> um. So yeah, this, you cannot do this whole tit for tat stuff because that's going to hurt the relationship even, even more. Uh, you, we work hard to make sure that, uh, I want to make sure I get this right. (laughs) We we work hard to make sure that we're not, uh, keeping score with each other. We're not going tit for tat. We're not, you know, trying to make everybody feel the same kind of hurt that we felt because otherwise nothing's going to get done. Um, you have to listen to your partner. You have to listen to their complaints. It's going to be tough. It's going to be very, very tough to hear your partner, your loved one, to come to you and tell you all your faults. And you have to be amicable to that. You have to be open to that. You ha- Don't sit and try to, you know, combat everything that they say with, you know, another uh another counterpoint because that's that's just not active listening you're not listening to your partner listen to what they say this hurts we can't do this all of that and you have to be accepting of it in the same way your partner has to be accepting accepting of what it is that you have to say and without that again it's all about these foundations man trust Honesty, communication, like you cannot have nothing like that without having the ability to listen. God gave us two ears. That means we got to listen twice as much as we talk. You understand what I'm saying? So that is what Lita said. Yeah, like Lita said, okay, let me read a comment. Both parties will be miserable until you just let the old stuff go. Absolutely, Lita. Like, absolutely. Like, without a doubt, like, you still holding on to something that they did four or five years ago. What what, what good is that doing you? None. Either, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're holding on to it for this long, you might as well go ahead and let the whole thing go. <laughs> mm. Now, when it comes down to listening, when it comes down to not keeping score, when it comes down to being honest, uh, there's going to come some parts where you're just going to have to agree to disagree. Now, does that sound like a contradiction to earlier? It may sound like it, but it's not. Because there are going to be some points and prayerfully, they're not like the big things like infidelity and, and, and you know, spending money that you really don't have, you know, all that, other, you know, being wrong with the bills and all that other stuff. Um, 
you're going to have to agree to disagree on some things. Your partner may be like, you know what? This is how I've been for forever. For I've done this this way. This way works for me. Um, what I'm going to try to do is to not do it as much around you. And yeah, the partner is either going to be accepting of that or they're not. So it's up. It's again, you're gonna it's some give and take with that. You it's some bitter with the sweet. You're gonna every day ain't gonna be uh candy coated rainbows and unicorns. Like it's just not gonna be that. So you're gonna have those days where you uh, you know you definitely disagree on some stuff. But again, it goes all the way back. To the beginning, we were talking about being honest. All of these things are linked. Being honest, forgiving and forgetting, not keeping score, listening to their complaints. Because without you listening to their complaints, what again, that is going to turn into resentment as well. That's going to turn into uh, another hurt situation. That's going to be. <sighs> mm. How many times have we been through that? <laughs> How many times have we been through, I mean, just unnecessary hurt because, you know, we didn't listen or someone else didn't listen to us? Like, that is like one of the worst things to be saying what you feel in your heart. And not have somebody pay it in their mind. And this is supposed to be your partner. This is supposed to be your main apple scrapple. This is supposed to be your person. But they're not hearing you. And that makes it so much harder. Everybody, welcome, Brittany. Hey. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for popping in. I do my best. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. How are you feeling? Man, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I know you are. Did you tell the viewers or did you tell the listeners? listeners. Oh my gosh. I told them all top. I can't wait. I cannot wait. My nephew's coming, y'all. My nephew's coming. Lord have mercy. Are there names picked out? Yes. 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 Oh, how exciting. Babies are such blessings. They're yeah. such blessings. Yes, and I'm are. so thankful that she had a, you know, a, a good pregnancy. She looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, she she looked like she felt amazing. Um, <laughs> women bad. are such magical, yeah. such magical beings. Absolutely. That we can endure that and still come out looking bomb after. Absolutely. For real, for real. Thank God knew what he was doing. He knew we couldn't handle that. God knew what he was doing. Ow. <laughs> God knew what he was doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tonight's show is a good one, Charles. Yeah, man. I've been uh going over going over um sort of the steps of how to get back on track with uh when you're coming from the brink of a breakup. Oh, okay. How to get back on track. And it's basically about when you know, you know that your relationship can withstand, but there's some hurdles, there's some struggles, there's some 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 boundaries, some barriers that that's just keeping y'all from doing getting getting to where you need to be in your relationship. 
So now we're just talking about um, getting on track, getting rid of the old hurt, getting rid of the animosity, getting rid of the anger, getting rid of all of those things that's going to impede on uh, on your relationship. Man, I had a I had a whole epiphany uh, yesterday morning. And I think I'm just going to go ahead and say it because now that you're here, I can I can bounce it off of you. Um, a lot of the problems when it comes to relationships is based on ego. Ego thrives on separation. Um, like you have to, if it, 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 ego puts it in your mind that I'm right. So that means if I'm right, then you have to be wrong. And I feel like when if we, we come from that point of ego in, in a relationship, we're only seeing it one way and we're not looking at it as a duality. We're not looking at it as two people who are, you know, probably as flawed as anybody else and are just trying to make it through. So, yeah. Could you be technically wrong on some things? Absolutely. But to take off the table that everything that I'm saying is completely 100% right. Like, there's no no wiggle room for anything else. Like, Mm -hmm. the ego, it thrives on separation because it will put you at a higher level than the other person. It wants to make you feel like you're more important than what the goal is. Sure. How does that? How do? How you feel about that? That's the. It, it's a lot to unpack, Charles. I'll be honest with you. It is. Um, it is. It was a lot to unpack for my my brain when I when I thought about it. I was like, "Good lord!" <laughs> I'll be honest. And and you know the the reality of it is, um, relationships go through ups. And relationships go through downs. We have our highs and our lows, right? Um, Sometimes getting back on track, Charles, means separating. And that's a harsh reality. I think, you know, a lot of people... That's one of my points, too. Yeah, a lot of people like to function through love for the sake of comfort and familiarity. I've been with this person for so long, and we've had our ups and our downs. This is just another valley. Sometimes your relationship is in the valley. And the only way that you can be able to see the mountaintop is if you go there by yourself. And that's a harsh reality, a harsh reality that people sometimes don't want to talk about mm-hmm. because you have the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do without that person? This person has become a part of my routine. How will life go on? Um, sometimes getting back on track may mean going to therapy. Um, some some couples see that as, as a moment of doom. Why do we have to have another outside individual tell us about us? Mm. But that's a reality. Sometimes you can't get out of that valley unless you have somebody holding y'all's hands. I'm trying to tell you. That's a harsh reality. I mean, sometimes. You can't go to the Grand Canyon and just walk it by yourself. Yeah. You die. Yeah. Sometimes getting back on track may mean shutting out other voices. 
Um, you know, sometimes we talk, like to talk to our friends and talk to our family. Sometimes getting back on track may mean forsaking everyone and just having it be just the two of you. See, that's, that's a harsh reality. That's that, how I that people that's may how not want to. But that's the part that people may not like because we're sharing the brain because we got all everything that you're saying is in my notes right now. Yeah, we include people on on in everything that we do. We have social media. We include people. We have our phone, our text messages. We include people. So it's only natural that if we include them with the highs, that we also include them in the lows. Everything is meant for everybody. Sometimes I don't share some of my highs with y'all. So that means sometimes I won't share some of my lows either. And people have to not take that personally. Doesn't mean that you're not in my inner circle. It just means that sometimes my inner circle is my spouse and myself. That's it. And that's it. And that's and, all. And, Getting and that back was, on track is, yeah, it's, it's that, their layers. That was, and that was, it's, it's about keeping your relationship sacred. Like, like you said, everything ain't for everybody. Everything ain't for telling, you know, yeah, they can be your best, best, best friend, your best, best, best sister, best, best, best brother, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's it's mm -hmm. not always for everybody to hear mm -hmm. what you're going through, yeah. especially if you're in the space of trying to get back on track. You're trying to you, you, you're moving, you know, past the, the hurt, the betrayal of of your partner. Um and you know, and all your you know your fights and all that other stuff. Um, yeah. And 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 in the same breath, you know, and even if you do wind up talking to somebody like another couple, please let it be another responsible couple, somebody who's been through, somebody who's come out on the other side, yeah, who got years in. Yeah, marriage wise, seen yes. it, done it, lived it, breath yes. lived it. Yes. You know, damn near wanted to quit themselves, and then they came out the other side. You know, what I'm saying that's those are the pre those are the type of people that you need around because everybody else is going to interject their own viewpoint. Yeah, and, and a lot of the times it's not really good advice. Because they because especially if you talk to like your other single friends, they gonna be they want you back out in the streets too. They like, girl, go ahead, cut that off. Uh -huh. Like, son, we hitting the club this weekend. Let's go. I mean, but I mean, when you look at it, I mean, sometimes you get bad advice, and then other times you get advice that works for them in their situation. So it's not. I think people also have to learn there's not a one-size-fits-all when it comes to dating and relationships. Things that may work for my husband and I may not work for, you know, you and mm -hmm. and your spouse. It may not work for this relationship or that one. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's such diversity in dating and relationships. We can take and pick, you know, bits and nuggets of advice that we give to others, but we also have to be mindful. They don't have to always receive it either, and we can get offended when they don't. I can say what I feel, but what I feel may not be factual to them. It mm. may not apply in their situation, and we have to respect that. Mm. If people say respect my privacy, respect it. Respect Don't take it. that personal. It's right. not people shutting you out. It's just saying this doesn't pertain to you right now. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. That's absolutely real. That's absolutely real.
And the thing is, you can offer advice. Mm -hmm. You can offer it. And then you can receive it. It's a choice. It's all in a choice. But I, you know, my, and it's hard because I do this too. There are times when my friends or my family may call me and they may have, they may want to vent about something. And it's, it's that, that, that nurturing and that caring in me that wants to give advice when they didn't ask for it. Sometimes people just want to, 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 to talk, to vent, to get it out. Sometimes getting back on track means just letting it out. I want to release those toxins into the atmosphere and just let it run free and get it up out of me. But that doesn't mean I need you to give me a dissertation on what I need to do. I may already have it figured out what I need to do. I just may need to talk it out. And and honestly, and you know, I was I was telling Didi uh, the other day, like when it comes to people coming to me for advice, like I or they just want to talk to me. Um, I before they even get started, I had to stop them. Like, look, which one do you need from me? Do you need a sounding board? Do you just need somebody to listen to, or do you want advice? Like, what are you looking for from me? And that way I can know exactly how to proceed when it comes yeah. to listening to them. Because, you know, like I, like we said before, you know, when, a lot of the times when people start telling their stories to other people, the other person starts to interject their own shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't ask you for that. Like, I ain't asked you for your life story. Like, I'm talking about my situation. I'm trying to get this out. Like, help me. Help me. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, can you blame them though? There are times no, when I, mean, I, I feel like but at the same time, it's like like you like like I said, it's all in like prefacing that from like in the beginning. Like, what do you want from me? Like yeah. how do you want me to proceed with what you're about to tell me? But go ahead. No, but there are times when people tell a story and you're trying to show solidarity by saying, yo, you're not the only one that's been through that. I, mm -hmm. I've been through that too. But sometimes we don't even want that. Like, just, just listen. But I get it because I do the same thing, too. It's like, no, nah, girl, I remember when I had that happen to me, too. And I have to catch myself like, dang, I don't want, you know, my friends to feel like I'm making this about me. I'm not. I'm, I'm making it about us. Like, I never want my friends to go through a valley by themselves. Because sometimes when you are in a fight with whoever you're dealing with, it feels like you're in this by yourself. Like, who can I run to? Who can I talk to? Who can I share my feelings with? And I always want to be down there with them. So it's like, girl, if I got to tell my story in the Valley to get you to, to understand that, no, it's not about you. You're not the only one going through this. Don't, don't focus and, and become this doubtful person that you're not worthy of love and what have you. Let me come down there and join you. I've been through it too, but sometimes that can be a bit much too. So, um, I definitely have to work on that on on the listening part because it's hard seeing people that you care about go through stuff. It is, hard. It is. and that's it human really nature. Is. It's human it nature really to want to help. It is. Yeah, but uh, you know, we we have to like we do our friends the same way we have to do our relationships. We have to meet our partners where they are. Yeah. You have to find out what, what, what they need from you. But here's my thing. And I'll mm -hmm. say this. And um, I've dealt with it recently. I've dealt with it uh, actually a lot in life. I, I don't mind venting about a situation. I don't mind it at all. 
Um, but when you keep venting about the same thing yeah. and you're not doing anything to change your scenario, you're not doing anything to better your situation, then it becomes taxing. Then you become burdensome on those people that you're venting to. So I, I don't mind venting. I think venting is great. But be also be mindful that you're not dumping onto somebody else the same problem every time you call them. For example, if you're in a in a relationship and you know you know it's toxic as hell and toxic stuff keeps happening day after day, and you keep calling at this same person saying, "Oh gosh, here's another thing to add to the the notch of toxicity." At some point, that friend is going to be like, look, can you stop calling me? If you're not going to leave him or her, if you're going to keep going back to that toxicity, then please, like, skip me. Skip me, please. I mean, the true words have never been spoken. It's, you're, you're dumping now. Because it's like, uh, shit or get off the pot. Seriously, like you, you've now involved me in this in this circus. Now I'm, I didn't now even, I'm I didn't even sign up for it. Now I have all of this extra weight on me, wondering right. if you're okay, knowing damn well you ain't gonna do nothing to go right back to the person. Right. And and the hard part is, you know, while you're going through this, you see this person as an angel with a halo, and I'm seeing devil horns and feeling fire. But then you expect for me to still feel like they're an angel. No, you've planted that seed in my head, and now I choose violence. Now I want y'all to break up for real. Wonderful. If not, not, leave me alone. <laughs> if not for your sanity, mine. <laughs> right. Like, seriously. I, I mean, as of recently, I've had to cut someone off because mm. for them, to get back on track, it really required them to just break up. Yeah. It really required them to break up when the odds were stacked against them so much that even licensed professionals mm. are saying that it's time to sever ties and you still choose to, you know, cohabitate and be in this toxic relationship. That's my, that's my ticket out. I, I wish nothing but the best. I wish nothing but happiness, peace, Love, prosperity, but subtract me from the equation Please because stuff you. was not adding up. A plus eight equal two million, and mm -hmm. I will subtract one. Mm -hmm. I couldn't go. do it anymore because I felt I found myself so wrapped up. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, y'all broke up. Guess what? You're getting back on track. Mm -hmm. You're becoming healthier. You're sleeping better. You know, mm -hmm. you're becoming a better friend to those friends that you have pushed to the side. But then the next week, you know, the toxicity is back. Mm -hmm. Another incident. Okay. So y'all are back together. You're calling me again. Okay. Let's try X, Y, and Z. It was a cyclical pattern. Mm -hmm. And every time the stuff got worse and worse to the point I felt like I was involved. Mm -hmm. And I said, wait a minute. I said, wait a minute. Yeah, like, why am I having relationship problems with people? Right. Like, why, why am I <laughs> cranky over a situation that's not mine? Crazy. So if you if you don't want to get back on track, don't take me with you, please. Drop and, me and, off. And drop me off at the nearest stop. Please. Please. Back door. <laughs> Seriously. Drop me off. Drop me off. Because again, it was, it was becoming so burden. It was a burden. Mm -hmm. To when I saw the number pop across my phone, I rolled my eyes and said, "Now what?" Mm. 
That's right. how I answer the phone. Right. So, you know, in that case, it's not anything good. It's not just a it's hey, never anything I good. Wanted, I wanted to check in, see how you were doing. See how right. Exactly. So that's why I it goes back to the point of sometimes getting back on track may mean leaving everybody alone. And that was honestly, that was gonna be my last point, you know, but you know, I but hey, we're here now. But <laughs> but I mean, you know, but and, and that's and as hard as that may seem. Has you know because he's like oh but I love this person I, I I love how they make me feel you know like we have some really good days you know this everything that happened it, it wasn't so bad like oh I messed up too all these excuses that you're making for these yes. situations it's not healthy it's not healthy so oh. It's the hardest thing. It's one of the hardest things to do, to be like, you know what? This really isn't going anywhere. This needs to stop. I can't do this anymore for my own sanity, for my own health, for my own well-being as a human being, you know, as a woman, as a man, however you want to identify yourself. You know, It's like you, once you've had enough, you should, you should have enough. You should have yeah. enough. And it sounds so beautiful when you say that. It sounds so easy when you say that. But oh, let's be honest. We already know how that many of us? How many of us knew in in some of our prior relationships or situationships that it should have been over way before we pulled the plug? Oh, let me raise both hands so that people. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah. Let me raise my feet too. My feet are off the ground. <laughs> I mean so that. You you can have twenty five thousand red flags, mm -hmm. but I dip them things in bleach to make them as close to white as possible because mm -hmm. again I invested a lot of myself into that person. So for me to just say it's over, I'm I'm allowing them to leave with a piece of me that I can never get back. Right, and I can and, never and get that, back. That and that's and that's what it is. It's that fear of like. Where do I go without this person? This person has been here for this. They've been for my downs. They've been for my ups. They've been, you know, through the, you know, like you said, the valleys and the mountains with me. You know, what I'm saying all these things, and it's like you don't feel like you're. you're you, it's always that fear of, am I going to find somebody like this person, or is it, um, geez, I got to start the whole process over again. Yeah, that part. <laughs> it's, oh, the, it's the starting over. My favorite color, my favorite movie. What do I do when I'm not at work? And what do I do for a living? It's 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 that routine that catches us in these relationships that are not healthy, yeah. that are not yeah. progressing. That that routine stuff is the death of it. And you know what? Like you 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 touch on something. Before you pull mm. the plug, you're like, oh, there's so much good. There's so much bad. Clearly, if y'all are that bad, the, the good is not good enough. The good is not good. There, there comes a point when you think about the bad and you're like, oh, but we had good times. But those good, even in those good times, it's still not enough. It's still not enough. It's still not enough. And, you know, I, I started doing that when... I started breaking up with people because I dated a lot. So of course, when you date a lot, you end stuff a lot. It became increasingly easier 
when I focus on the bad. I said, I'm leaving this, 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 and this, all bad traits. When I initially started the whole breakup process, I always said, I'm leaving a good man. I'm leaving oh. great dates. I'm leaving, you know, butterflies and roses. I'm leaving all these positive things. And I'm like, well, Brent, if it's that positive, why, why, are you, why are you leaving? So I had to flip my mindset and said, I'm leaving toxicity. I'm leaving narcissism. I'm leaving questioning myself and my words. I'm questioning feeling uh, uneasy about being around him. I'm leaving feeling sad at night, knowing that I'm going to sleep unhappily in a relationship that I don't want to be a part of. So when I switched my mentality, it made that the yeah. unknown that yeah. much. I mean, that, that fear of the unknown went away. What's going to happen when we break up? Nothing. What's going to happen? I'm going to be happier, actually. What's the sun will come up and the sun will go down. I'm setting dead weight. <laughs> what's going to happen? I'm going to move on. That's what's going to happen. This whole unknown thing, you know what's going to happen. You're going to move on. You're going to thrive. You're going to be better than what you were before. I tell you that much. If you learn what you learned from these past relationships, you won't go into the same thing again, hopefully. hopefully. Getting back on track is sometimes learning from those hard, hard lessons. Mm -hmm. And taking those hard lessons and applying them to your present and your future, that's part of getting back on track. Getting back on track is not easy. Getting back on track is not pleasant. Mm -mm. It's a restorative process Towards mm. healing of Come something on, that's damn near broken. Now you said the word right there, restorative. It is. It's restorative. It's not just, it's not just patching and just moving on. Rest yeah. When you think of restoring something, you're thinking of something that is rusted, something that has holes, yeah. something that has been sitting, something that has grass growing underneath of it. There's staleness. There's there's you know you know. It's it's a lot of crappy stuff. Yeah, so without you fail. To, you have to yes. clear away all of that stuff. Get yes. down to the bare metal mm -hmm. yeah. of the thing. Take yeah. it down to its lowest common denominator. And you have to rebuild from there. It's expensive. Without fail. It's expensive. Yeah. And when we're talking about relationships, we're talking about time. We're talking yeah. about effort. That's expensive. Time is expensive. It it does not wait for no one. No. <laughs> Effort. No. Huh? It's, some, it's some sweat equity you got to put yes. in. Because it's not just, you know, oh, yeah, I'm, I got this part and, yeah, hopefully it'll get on there. No. Yeah. No, you got to get the old yeah. part out. One that done rusted. One for that sure. got more damage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got bugs and stuff living in. Ooh, termites on and stuff. Mold mites. Yeah. You got to put the new piece in. You got to make sure that new piece fits. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. Who leaves a relationship whole? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I want you all to do an exercise for me. Hmm. I want you to do an exercise for me when you leave here today. I want you to look back because we all take pictures. Some of us do. A lot of us do. Look at pictures from a time in your life when you, that you were going through. Like, I mean, sincerely going through. Compared to pictures of you once you've decided to get on track, when you've gotten on the track 
and while you're walking around the track. And tell me if there's a difference. Tell me if you look the same. If you look the same, you know how to fake it till you make it. But when I look back at my Facebook memories that, or look at old pictures and scroll back some years, there are some days I look ashy. I look, I look stressed. I have bags under my eyes, but I'm still smiling. I'm really faking it. I'm smiling through pain. I'm smiling through sadness. I'm smiling through lack of satisfaction. I'm really faking it. I'm really faking it. But when I see myself in true happiness, mm. it's, it's a feeling you can't describe. Your smile and, is and different. Everybody, and everybody sees that. Glow. And there's, you're everybody. glowing. Right. Everybody sees it. I remember before I even broadcasted Dairy to the internet, I had people from my church telling me on pictures that I posted that Sunday after service, like, you really have a glow to you. Like, you have a, a such a positive R surrounding you. And I didn't want to say, you know, it's because of Dairy. No, it's not. No man makes me glow. Mm -hmm. I'll keep that. I'll keep that. Mm -hmm. Factual. No, no relationship. No man makes me glow. The happiness comes from being in a partnership with someone that is honest with you, transparent with you, that is vulnerable with you, that is communicative with you, those aspects of him make me happy. Not the man, but the aspects Absolutely. that make up that man is what makes me happy and makes me glow. I didn't have that before. I didn't have 100% transparency, honesty, um, vulnerability. I didn't have those things. So when I had those things, finally... Um, it did change how I looked physically. Mm -hmm. I wasn't stressed. Mm -hmm. I'm sleeping better at night. So mm -hmm. those bags, it wasn't facial cream. It was just good old sleep. Amen. <laughs> it was sleep. <laughs> Amen. I mean, but getting on track is a process. It's, it is. It is definitely a process. You said a word though. It's like when you when you when you get what everything that you've been trying to put out. When you get that poured back into you, mm -hmm. that's, yeah. a that's a different kind of feeling, man. It's a different like, kind it, of feeling. It's I mean, like said, it, it glows from the inside out. I mean, for sure. You know, and for sure. I, I've seen your glow. Like I, you know, me and you have been friends for quite a long time. We've been on mm -hmm. some journeys together, you know, and you know, <laughs> to see, you know, how you've you know you found your person and your person had found you and just to see how easy and free you know you, you you've become like it's 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 different when you got that partner you know you got somebody that got you for back. sure vice versa vice you know, versa thank you vice versa i appreciate that and so, it's not i mean you drink well you've always drank water but i think like you said <laughs> glowing from the inside out health a healthy relationship really helps yeah, your your yeah. physical health. You're not. You don't look stressed at all, Charles. There were times yeah. out here where I'm like, "Oh, should we not do the show? Because look a little, look a little under the weather. Like what the <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Yikes! What is going on? Like, it's it's different, y'all. Getting back on track is whew. I mean, you can get back on track with friendships, relationships, mm -hmm. family. It's all a process. It is all a process, and it's work. And yeah, and everything we said was not necessarily, work. you know, relegated to uh, romantic relationships. Yeah, it's work. It's just it's work. It is work it is for work. real. But if it's you, work, if, for if, real. both of you have to be a willing and, yes. and and actively participating in 
the work. Oh, yeah. That means, you know, like we said, being honest, agree yeah. to disagree, yeah. no keeping score, forgive and forget, understanding your mate, listening to their complaints, no tit for tat. I mean, these wow. These are I the like things. that. The I like that. Listen. I mean, and Charles, was, this, this, the stories I heard this weekend, man. Woo. I mean, I was, and the thing, oh and think of it is, <laughs> getting back on track. I've seen, I've seen a pattern, and uh, you know, oof. men and women have different paths of getting back on track. Yes. yes. Um. Yeah. Some men. They're getting back on track doesn't mean addressing their feelings, addressing what happened, address addressing anything. Mm. They're getting back on track means getting with someone new. Mm. I've seen it happen far too many times. It's even happened to me. When I break up with someone, I it, it's hard for me to just jump back into the dating pool because I don't know I don't know those waters. Yes. I can't swim. So I yes. need to test it out. I need to put my toe in. I need to see if it's hot or cold, first yes. of all. Yes. I need to put my my arm in, do a little swivel swivel to see mm. how deep it is. Mm. Mm. I need to j- get in or hold on to the side of the wall to see how deep it is. Can I swim mm. in it? Can then I, I gotta you? see That's if I can waddle. Can I waddle in the pool in the dating pool? Can I get my bearings? Then right. I may try and do a little doggy paddle. And yeah, then yeah. if I see that the waters are okay, then I may Michael Phelps on y'all. Right. Men be just diving in like boop, and it'd be two feet. And they're like, ouch, that hurt. Let me come back out. Knowing it's still two feet, and d- d- dive back in. Learn nothing. Took away nothing from what just happened. <laughs> they just keep jumping, jumping. They just crisscrossing it at this point. Like I swear to God, like I want to disagree with you so bad, but I know you want to, but you cannot. <laughs> you cannot. Men and women are different and are getting back on tracks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Is this a, what? Charles, you're not disagreeing with me. I can't. I, I knew can't. you were going to be like, what? That was I can't. I can't. I that's want because to. that analogy brought it home. It was the analogy. For me. Yeah. It was the analogy for me. I said the only way I can get Charles on board with me is if I give him an analogy. I can't just put that out there and just walk away. No, you can't because you know I'm gonna come back at you. I know, you know but that one right that there, one, I've seen it happen way too often. You know, yeah. a man and a woman or a relationship is it, it takes a turn for the worse. They break yeah. up literally it's, two weeks it's later. So bad that they actually came up with. He got a new boo. <laughs> The only thing that gets so old is new. That's the bad part. That is, (sighs) ladies and gentlemen, we have reached an impasse. We have reached the 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 nexus of the universe right here, where Brittany and I actually agree. (laughs) (laughs) That's because I've seen it happen way too often. 
And it's right. happened to me saying, We're not saying that it's every man. We're not saying that, but we've seen enough of it to say, yeah, this is a damn thing that happens. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Oh, this is the best day ever. Happy Thursday to me. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, it's <laughs> yeah. I was trying to not end with that. I was trying not to end with that, but I I had to say it. I had to say no, it. Because I mean it, it's just remarkable. It's remarkable. Like, so you're just not gonna unpack anything that happened mm-hmm. you're not going to address anything that happened okay okay good good luck live life love good luck mm-hmm. that's all i can say it's just live life love <laughs> right and and so I, i'm i'm gonna say my my little vinyl piece because it's for 824 um when it comes and i can only speak from a heterosexual relationship but i still think it applies to other types of relationships as as a man who is trying to get his relationship back on track you set the tone for the relationship Mm -hmm. you have to be able to being being a provider is not just about bringing home the bacon. Mm. It, it's it's about driving the relationship, driving the partnership to a direction where it's prosperous, it's safe, it's secure, it's loving, mm. and it's an understanding there. So you have to set the tone. And and it's and it's the same and it's it's the old saying like what you give a woman she multiplies. Mm-hmm. You know, you give a woman a house, she's gonna give you a home. You give her groceries, she's gonna make you a meal. You give her a seed, she's gonna give you a baby. These are the things that we have to understand. Yes. So if you if you set the tone for the relationship. She's going to pour that back into you tenfold. She needs to feel safe. She needs to feel secure. She needs to feel she's listened to, that she's understood, that she's yes. cared for. Yes. That you're not going to just hurt her on this just the strength of something that she may have done and you want to quote unquote get her back. You need to understand your mates. Yeah. That's good. Understand. And women, proper communication is key. What you say can motivate or destroy a man. Mm, that's facts. You have I didn't know we had mindful. so much power in our Yeah, tongues. you have to be. Yes. We have power in our tongues. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Be very mindful. Not only what you say, but how you say it. Yeah, you cannot talk to your man the same way you talk to your children, or the same way that you talk to your friends, or the same way that you talk to your coworkers. That's supposed to be your partner. This is supposed to be somebody mm. that mm. you absolutely care for. Yeah, 
Yeah. So you know, those those good. two things, man, you set the tone for your relationship. Women, you carry a lot of the weight of the relationship. Mm. And we have to be accepting. Yes. Yes. You know, fellas, fellas, ladies, Charles, those were some good final thoughts. Wow. I stopped at my mid thought because that was good. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Fellas, ladies, um, getting back on track like, like we discussed in this episode is a process. Questions to ask yourself. Number one, do I want to get back on track? Question number two, do I want to get back on track with this said person? Um, if you answer question number one, yes, and you answer number two, no, then that should not hinder you getting back on track. The goal is to get back to a happy space. And your happiness cannot be contingent upon the company of someone else. You have to be happy at the end of it. So question number one, do I want to get back on track? Question number two, do I want to get back on track with this person? And then question number three, am I willing, if you're, if you answered yes to being on track with this person three, do you think it'll be worth it? Are you willing to invest the time, the energy, sometimes even the money, if you have to get a therapist or if you have to, who knows? Are you willing to invest what needs to be invested to get back on track and make it work? And then the last question, do you think it's sustainable? Will getting on track with that person, if you answered yes to getting on track with that person, be sustainable? Or is it something that's going to be temporary? If we're getting back on track, will this be for another six months? Or are we doing this for the long haul, not to return back to that same valley that we came from? There are going to be new valleys, absolutely. But one thing about me, I don't like going back to the same valley. After repetition and expecting a different result, that's insanity. And I'm not doing that at 36 years old. I left the insanity in my 20s. So just ask yourself those questions. Getting back on track is a process. And it's not something that will happen overnight. It's like when you get back on track with your health and your fitness. Do you, I mean, you have some of those people, they eat some lettuce one day and do like five crunches and they wake up like, no weight loss, I should be skinny. No, it's a process. And the beautiful part about weight loss is that when you look back and you see the transformation, it makes it so much worth it. Some people go through and see it to the end. Some people fall off and quit. It happens. That's life. They may try again years later with a different trainer. That's life. In relationships, you may fall off and you may get back on track, but it may not be with that sad person. That's another harsh reality. It may, you, you may not be with your person, which is why y'all stay off track. Hmm. Listen. So th those are things that, that you have to consider. Um, every day is not sunny. Every day is not sunny. But it's all in your perspective. Um, the things that happen may not be happy. But if at the end of all of that turmoil and chaos, you decide to, to get out, that's happiness right there. 
You're making mm-hmm. a hard decision and you're doing what's in the best interest of you and yourself. That's a boss move. And I respect people that do that. I love somebody that puts themselves first when it comes to their mental health and their happiness. If that means you have to let me go for the sake of you being happy, toodaloo, arrivederci. I've lost some really good people along the way in my life, but to get back on track to where I need to go and what I need to do to be who I need to be, I had to lose you. I had to. Does not mean there's any love loss. You're lost, and you're lost. But at the so end of it, no longer part of this journey. Right, right, right. Life is no longer part of this journey. Yeah, life right. is good. Life is good. Good show, Charles. Good topic. Good topic. Good topic. I think this was a good episode, man. It was really, really good. It's Definitely a good topic. If I had to get this out, I was like, whew, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, we, had mean, other, we had a whole other show lined up today, but I was like, yeah, nope, we're doing yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> and couples therapy does not, you know, I remember when I was um, dating someone and I mentioned to some family and a few friends that we were considering couples counseling, and they were like, "Y'all in trouble, Dad? Y'all, y'all, y'all only in this for you know a few months. Y'all already going to couples therapy. Y'all therapy for for oneself is not bad. Therapy for a couple is not bad. It's not bad. You change um, the oil in your car, don't you? You ride around with the same old oil if you want to. Yeah." I'm I'm super thankful that in that relationship we chose to do that because I got so many tools mm-hmm. for me to apply to other relationships after that. Even though him and I didn't last much longer after those therapy sessions, mm-hmm. it definitely matured me in a sense of I was able to see what I was doing wrong. Mm-hmm. You know you don't see yourself in the wrong. For me, it has to be like blatant. Like... Like yeah. Brittany, you you you, you sitting in the comments seven forty five, and you got here at eight fifty. You didn't apologize or tell me you were going to be late. Blatantly wrong. I can see my wrongdoing in that. But as as far as like how I talked to people, past tense. How I addressed people, past tense. Um, how I how my delivery of what I said, past tense. I didn't realize that I was coming off so abrasive. But had I not gone to couples therapy, I would have never gotten that. So. Smart. Very, very smart. I got a little wisdom up there. Yeah, you're doing all right. You're doing all right. (laughs) We love you all. Um, Next week, Charles. Well, did I announce next week? Uh, yeah, if you want to, yeah, knock it out. We just, we're, we're soliciting next week. We're going there. Um, Polly, good golly, we doing Polly. We want <laughs> several couples that are in the lifestyle to come forward and share their stories with us. People have misconceptions, we're putting those to rest. People have their ideas people are curious people want to know you're going to learn here class will be in session next week um if you know any poly couples that would love airtime or awareness of 
the lifestyle, please hit us up in our DM. Hit us up. I have my own personal page. It is Professor Brittany underscore DU. My great co-host has his own page, which is Poppin', which is Professor Charles underscore DU. And then we have our joint page, Dating University. So DM either of the three. We need our poly couples to come out. You know, I, I hear people say, I'm tired of being misunderstood. I'm tired of the misconceptions. People don't know. They're asking. So tell them. Educate us. Inform us. Help us. Because we need your expertise. I'm not Polly. Are you Polly Charles? So no, I cannot say two things. I can't even say one thing about Polly. I know nothing about it. Right. I know poly couples, but I myself know right. nothing about it. So I love learning. I'm a sponge ready to <gasps> soak up the goodness. Some of y'all are in poly relationships and don't even know it. But once you hear about it, then you can say, huh, we can identify oh, fully. Wait. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> huh. Got it. Poly by proxy. Is that what that Ooh. is? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, one person's poly, the other person is not. <laughs> That's All just right. called cheating. <laughs> That's poly just called cheating. <laughs> oh, good golly, Miss Polly. We we will see you all next week. Same time, same exactly. place. Reach out to us, yes. poly people, poly people in the place to be. Inbox us so we can see. Okay. Oh, here we go. Let us know. Hashtag bars. Hashtag bars. <laughs> Y'all, Def Jam, sign me. <laughs> Epic Records, sign I know me. I'm looking at one if you get one. <laughs> what, excuse me? No limit records. Sign me, you heard? <laughs> oh, my God. Bye, y'all. <laughs> we love you. Bye. <laughs>